Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Alrighty, welcome back to episode 122 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Going to have a little bit of a different podcast for you today. Not a ton of sports going on. We're recording this on Tuesday, May 25th, the Tuesday before Memorial Day weekend, but we do got some exciting news. First of all, shout out to Natty Light. Yeah. Natty Natty. Natty Light DM'd us on on Twitter and said that they heard we wanted to try some of the new sour seltzers, which... I didn't even know these. I don't were... even think I knew they were a thing. I don't know if they're actually out yet, though. Yeah, so the, we guys might be getting some. We, we're gonna we'll put a video out on like all the socials because we're gonna do a TikTok with them as well. But we wanted to try them live for you on the pod right out of the gate. So they got they sent us four flavors. They're sour seltzers. They say they claim it's the first sour seltzer on the market. Um, they're six percent. Six percent ABV. Really? Yeah. So, so more than the usual seltzer because I think the usual one is like five. They pack a punch for sure. Um, so the four flavors they got: they got slice for what, which is a lemon. They got rind and dine, which is probably my favorite like pun one. It's rind a it's, and dine. it's a watermelon. They got a razzle dazzle blue raspberry. I'm most excited about this one. If I'm being real honest with you, I'm at, I'm really interested to try the the uh, green apple, which is no capple. No capple. I mean these names are. Just off the wall. They are. Are, so, we, going, are we going blue first? We're no, let's say blue for a lot. Let's just try lemon because I think the lemon one's going to be... The lemon one's going to be the most average. So we're splitting these, but you got to do the full... Well, go half and half, but you got to do the full chug. No sip. All right. Is that more? it? No, I mean, I got some, still got some left. You want all of it? Yeah, we want all of it. Split it. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Trying to get me drunk over here and take advantage right. of me. We're going for the the so slice. Zero smell. They don't have any smell. They kind they kind of smell like natty, bro. They smell like beer. I hope they don't taste like natty. Even so, though I like natty, but I can't imagine that in the seltzer. We're, we're going for go. the natty light sour seltzer. Slice for what lemon? Let's get it. It's sour. Ooh, that's sour. There's not a lot of flavor in that. It's not a lot of lemon. It's very sour. It's just like, it tastes like just sour water. I mean, I know there's sour seltzers, but that I was... Ta- I didn't taste anything. It didn't taste a lot of lemon. But maybe we'll go, maybe we'll do the half. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's chug a little bit and then sip on some. So let's do... Let's it do, is a lot sour, though, now that it's the second sip. It is sour. Like, it's definitely got some sour kick if to you it. you chug it, not as much. So, We're right trying. now, obviously, lemon's the only one we've had, but I can't imagine it ranking in the top half. No. We're going to do that. the rind and dine watermelon now. Rind and dined. All right. 
This one smells good. That one smells like this watermelon. One smells good. Yeah, the lemon one might just be shitty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I like. So there's not like it's not gonna pack a huge flavor, which I kind of like. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna give you a stomachache, but that one's damn good. Yeah, that, that's my thing with a lot of the seltzers. Now these aren't your normal seltzers in terms of calorie and carbs wise. Oh no, one forty four calories and six point nine grams of carbs. But if you're drinking, you're not drinking for. I mean, you're, it's it's not a white claw truly, but I, that watermelon one is. How much sugar is in these? By far and away better. Just give it another sip. Then the lemon one's sugar. Doesn't have that listed. Shocker. Yeah, but this is this is way way superior to the lemon. Mm-hmm. I actually like this a lot. Lemon one's good. All right, so next one we want to try. Do you want to try no capple green apple or the razzle dazzle blue? Let's red? do no capple. But yeah, we'll talk about the blue raspberry. But well, raspberries aren't blue. Raspberries are not. <laughs> I don't know why. When blue raspberry came a thing, because oh, hang on, I think it might have been Warheads or Jolly Ranchers might have created the blue raspberry craze. It definitely wasn't Jolly Rancher because Jolly Rancher came out way later. All right. Well, we're going for the no capple green apple. Hang on one second. I got a lot of fluids jungling around in my belly. Yeah, um, you'll be all right. Yeah, this one smells like green apple. All right. Oh yeah, dude, that smells like smells like green apple Jolly Rancher. All right, let's, let's go. Do it. Let's do it. That's really good. That one's good too. I'm not a huge fan of green apple. No, but me it's neither. Like, you know what really it tastes good. like? It tastes like uh, an angry orchard, but not as sweet. Not nearly as sweet, and a little bit like these aren't like crazy sour. They're just sour. The first one, the lemon one was. The lemon one was pretty sour. They're just, I feel like they're sour enough to where it's going to offset the sweet and not upset your stomach. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the. I mean, if I had to rank them so far, I'm honestly going to put, I think I'm going to put green apple in front of watermelon. No, I'm not. Really? I like I like the green apple. It packed more flavor. The lemon one's dead last by an ex- incredible margin right now. Yeah, the lemon one for me is going to be, it's like, it's going to be like the mango white claw that I just won't drink. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going, uh, that was the no capple green apple. Travis has got watermelon first, no capple green apple in second, and the lemon. We both have lemon in third. I have, I like, I like the green apple more than I like the watermelon one, to be honest with you. And I, and I like watermelon stuff. So now we're going with the razzle dazzle blue raspberry, which we've already determined blue raspberry is not really a thing. Plus, raspberries are, what color are raspberries? Purple, black? I don't know, but this one kind of smells like straight up dog shit. Because blue raspberry is not a thing. <laughs> like I keep saying, but it's like, I'm sure it's gonna taste good, but it doesn't smell very good. Very, Maybe you just don't smell these. Very clear. No, I mean you have to. We're sommelier. Hmm. Kind of a letdown. My second to last flavor. Yeah, for me, it's gonna go watermelon. Surprisingly, green apple, then blue raspberry, then. Uh, lemon, but the more this blue raspberry, sits, yeah, the aftertaste it, hits the kids. It tastes good. like an icy. Yeah, it does. Man, I don't know. It's 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 if, even. It's even. But if you had to rank them in sourness, like this is the most sour one next to the lemon one. Yeah, I would. The agree. lemon one is like incredibly. The watermelon is the least sour. Yeah. Then I would say it goes no capple, then blue raspberry, then lemon in terms of sourness. So, rank them, like, I don't know if they're going to sell these in a variety pack. I think they are. I think I it's going to be 12 pack, three of each. 
I would I would buy them. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's an undrinkable one. Lemon, I don't love the lemon. Lemon one was pretty bad. I would save the lemon one still nine seltzers deep. Yeah, at that point, it really doesn't matter. What the lemon one was was kind of out there, but. Like I said, if I had to rank them, lemons last. Lemons last and the most sour. I'm not a big sour I'm guy. I'm a big though. lemon guy though, and I'm surprised. I know like Team it. Lemon stand up, but I am Team Lemon. You have to get Family Food Dude to, to kind of test those out. But the lemon one was like not a lot. Like I said, not a lot of lemon flavor and overly sour. It literally just tastes like sour seltzer water. And like, then, that's about it. Yeah, and then the watermelon. I'm going to give it. The a watermelon bit. was the I think had the most flavor. Definitely, definitely the best smell. I like the watermelon a lot. The watermelon one does pack a lot of watermelon flavor. I know, that's what I'm saying. The flavor is there in the watermelon. I gotta try watermelon and green apple. I'm getting fucking watermarks on my desk. We're recording to, in the same place for the first time in a long time because Travis ordered these as well or got them from Natty Light as well. But I don't have the privilege from working it from home anymore, so yeah. I was not at my house to sign for these because since... It's alcohol. You have to be. You Fun have to story. Sign for him. Yeah. Fun story. Jared, I, I I didn't sign for mine either. Jared's neighbor signed for him. I got so. a text alert. They're like, "Hey, so and so signed for your package." I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And uh, apparently, the mailman rang my doorbell, and the, my doorbell doesn't work. My dogs were going crazy, but I thought nothing of it because they bark at everything. And then I go next door, and sure, sure enough, they have it. And the husband was like. Because uh, the wife was like, yeah, I saw it contained alcohol, blah, blah, blah. And the husband was like, contains alcohol? Why don't you drink it? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah. No shit. But yeah, uh, we came over because we were going to, we had these to try tonight because it's honestly like one of the bulk points of our episode up front. Uh, and I didn't get mine in because. Uh, Dude, I don't know, man. Hey, try, try that again. <laughs> I didn't get mine in because I wasn't there to sign for it. So I'm going to get mine hopefully tomorrow. Try the green apple. So they're going to try one more time. <laughs> I would call FedEx or some shit. That's what I would do. That's fucking good. That's pretty good. The green apple one's so like good. green apple and watermelon for me, and it's weird because I'm Top not, a, two I'm for not sure. a green apple fan at all. Top, these are like if I if I could buy if if you're like you know gun to head buy a twelve pack of one of these drink all day. I think I'm gonna go watermelon because it's easier to drink, but I like the green apple ones more. I think they're a little more sour. If I could, if they sell them, if they end up selling them in individual flavors, these would probably be the only two I would ever buy. Yeah, I would bl- maybe like sometimes throw in the blue raspberry, the razzle dazzle, but I don't think I'm ever buying the what is it? The lemon. The, lemon uh, me up. Slice for what? Sli- <laughs> Sliced for what? Instead yeah. of what are they going on a pun of nice for what? I guess. Drake? Yeah, yeah. Shout out Drake. But no, seriously. Hey, uh, at the end of the day, uh, really uh, sh- huge props to Natty Light for reaching yeah, out to awesome. us and uh, sending us these samples. We really appreciate it. They are definitely like in a variety pack. I know the lemon ones; we don't like them. They're worth the We're buy. We're shitting on them, but I would drink them. I'm not shitting on them. I'm shitting on the lemon one. I would drink. That's all. What, no, like that's what I'm saying. We're shitting on the lemon one, but I would drink them. Oh, I would drink them all. Like buy the twelve pack when they come out. The Natty Light Sour Seltzers. At the end of the day, they're six percent ABV. They're easy to drink, especially if you like really sour stuff. You'll love the lemon and the green apple ones. Those are by far and away the most sour. I would say. I, don't know, I thought the blue was pretty sour. I'll too. try the blue one more time. <laughs> I, because uh, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, or yeah, we just chug these seltzers in 15 minutes. Green apple one's way more sour than the blue raspberry one. Yeah. Do the green close. apple. Yeah, I mean, it's close, but. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was not, 
I was a big fan of the Natty seltzers when they first came out. And then I started to drink more and more seltzers, and then I was like, yeah, the Natty one's pretty much just like flavored beer. But these, these are really good. Yeah, they are. They're the first sour seltzer on the market, so check them out. Shout out Natty. Shout out Anheuser Bush from our hometown um, of St. Louis, Missouri, for sending us the, uh, these yeah, our way. Yeah, because we got them quick. We did. We, we got these very fast. I did. thought it was going to be weeks before we got them. We got this DM late last week, and Jared got his on Monday. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh Nice urgency, nice. I'm, I'm sure they just wanted to ship them out before they like actually released in stores. Yeah, no. So we'll we'll definitely put out a TikTok when Travis gets his and other videos on social media. So you guys can actually see us trying them, but definitely worth the squeeze. I think uh, Natty Light Sour Seltzers. Um, we got we got to get our hands on those fucking Truly Punches sometimes. I don't know where I've looked up and down for these for the Truly Punches, and I've, I'm seeing them advertised places. I don't know where the fuck to get them. No. I don't know where. I mean, me neither. So, that's going to be the next thing to try, is the Truly Punches, but these... Yeah, and uh, let's just go ahead and say fuck all the iced tea things that are coming out. Like, no well, one I don't know why shit. White Claw made their Bro, iced tea. Bro, did you see the Bud Light out of... Speaking of Natty Light, Bud Light, in the same vein, the out-of-office ones they made? Not No, not the... the we tried those ones. Yeah. The Summer Pack. So, look them up. Sure. Look up the Bud Light um, Seltzer Summer Pack. Bud Light Seltzer Summer Pack. Is there's three. Are there different flavors? Three flavors. Yeah, right here. These tie-dye looking ones. Oh, yep. I've seen them. So they're cherry limeade, blue raspberry, and summer ice. Summer. I don't know what that would even taste like. I bet you it tastes like Bomb Pop. Probably. But they look sweet. Retro Summer Limited Edition Tie-Dye Pack. And they also came out with these. The, the teas. What so they you? came out with the teas. White Claw came out with the teas. I'm like, Truly's, tr- Truly's teeth suck, so I would never... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. U.S. Cellular has always believed that connection is the greatest gift of all. That's why we're giving everyone one line for $34.99 a month with unlimited data this holiday season. That's right, one line, unlimited data for just $34.99 a month. That's more than a great deal. That's locally grown connection from U.S. Cellular. Limited time offer, terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. At U.S. Cellular, we care about our customers and our communities. Visit Cellular Advantage, a U.S. Cellular authorized agent located at 2012 Cornhusker Road in Bellevue. America's locally grown wireless at U.S. Cellular. Ever either try either of those? Yeah, because they're the flavors aren't anything different. It's it's peach, uh, raspberry, tangerine, and apple. The apple one might be apple tea. I don't. Know. I can't see that being any good. The Bud Light out of office ones were pretty good, but I definitely like these sour seltzers. So I do like them a lot. Uh, thank shout again one time one more time. Shout out Natty Light. We've gone on this gone about this a lot, but this is kind of a free ball episode. Um, not a lot of sports gonna I mean, be worth in the thick of the NHL playoffs or in the thick of the NBA playoffs. Um, the uh, PGA Championship happened last weekend. Phil Mickelson. Hey, Phil, the oldest lefty, the oldest player to win a major championship. Phil, fifty years old. I don't know. Shout out, Phil. I man. don't know how you can hate Phil Mickelson. You I know can't. There, I know there's some old heads that don't like him. I don't know why. Um, but Phil Mickelson, great guy. Super happy you won. Um, 
Side note, did you see the Brooks Kevka Bryson DeChambeau? Yes. And I love it. I'm I here lo- for it. I am too because you know Bryson walked behind him on purpose with those metal spikes. And he, did you hear what he said? Too? Yeah, you just got you just, just got to line it up better. And I'm like, dude, that's it's funny because I I don't hate Bryson DeChambeau. I'm not I'm like not pro Brooks and anti Bryson, but because that's hilarious. Yeah. But what he said at that he cut, he was like, Jesus effing Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have lost my train of thought for that bullshit. Yeah, and then they, they they were recording a pre-recorded segment, and I don't know how it got leaked. Somebody at that newsroom leaked that, and they're probably going to get in trouble and fired. No, there's no way because that's their tabloids are going to blow up. Because how many people realistically would have watched that interview without that? No, I mean nobody. Exactly, would. and now it's making it's making headlines. The tabloids, and everything, it's awesome. But the Bryson Brooks. Rivalry. They had was that a rivalry before this weekend? I, yeah, I think they like didn't like each other. Obviously, that's why he said that. I yeah. don't think they liked each other, but it was never like crazy in the public eye. But now, if you're the PGA, you've got to, for entertainment purposes, make a featured group. Um, I don't. I think I don't know if the U.S. Open or the British Open's next because they changed um, the lineup all up. Yeah, all. so PGA Tour. Champ, uh, I guess major yeah, schedule. Yeah, major schedule. Because they changed it all up on me now that it's thrown me for a fucking loop. So tournament schedule right here for PGA Tour. Uh, it's gonna be. In, it's gotta be in June, I think. Here in 2020. Holy shit! Oh, this is this whole season. We're in 2021. We just had the... We just had the PGA, so keep going down. Charles Schwab this weekend, Memorial, Palm The U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. June 17th to June 20th, they have got to... And Bryson Bryson won it last year. On Thursday and Friday, they have got to put them in a featured group together. Yeah, and then the Open is July 15th through the 18th. But Bryson won the last U.S. Open, which which is very interesting. Yeah, they won't, but that would be amazing... Uh, TV ratings for them. They would just pump themselves up if they did that because that would be hilarious. Absolutely. So that was uh, the golf trauma. Hockey, I mean, who? I mean, shit's going on in NBA. I mean, NBA just started. Baseball, we're in the middle of it. So we're kind of in this like weird lull where the two drunk brothers are like, okay, what do we talk about? So um, I thought of something. Since we got Memorial Day weekend coming up. What do you got? Basically, Memorial Day weekend is like the kickoff of summer, right? Like it's like it's like officially like, Travis is in a we- in a wedding this weekend. It's officially like the kickoff of wedding season. I'm going on vacation on Saturday for a week. Like I think Memorial Day weekend is like the kickoff of summer. So I want us to talk about being the two drunk brothers, the top five best summer drunks. Like you're drunk. Like your best. Like your or just drinking. Like the best. The top five places to like. Crack open a beer and just be drinking and having a good ass time. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll we can just go back and forth. All right. We don't have to number have five, do we? Or are we just gonna rip off five total? We can do five total. We, yeah. So we'll do it. We'll do five total because I feel like a lot of ours are gonna be the same. Being yeah. from the Midwest, you gotta think if you are listening to this and you experience summer somewhere else, it could be totally different. Let yeah, because we don't we don't have beaches, but I but I, beach beers are definitely. Up I there. would say being on a boat either at the I would say at a lake yeah. would be number one for me. Being being on the boat, having like the the lily pad and everything at the back of the boat, speaker going, beer in hand, 
that'd be that's number one for me. Number one, number one, drunk. Not eat, not pool beer, lake beer, and I don't even like swimming in lakes. But when you're drunk, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah, and kind of in that same vein. I don't know if this is number two for me, but it's definitely on my list. It's a river beer. Being 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 from the Midwest, you're that that first beer you crack open. Not only, you, not only just being, you have to be float. Float, yeah, fl- float trip. I would say float trip beer. Yes. Like you, when you first set, I call, I say set sail, set sail <laughs> down the forty foot wide river, Prime down down the Black River. When you set sail, or like take off in your canoe or raft, or whatever it is, that first beer you crack open, and like you get the most fucked up on boats and like in rivers because. Just wa- being drunk on the water doesn't hit you until you step off and get back on land. I will say, though, that there's one downfall to drinking on the river, and that's how disgusting I feel the position I'm in when I'm drinking. Yeah. Like, slouched over, you got your you got the beer gut hanging out. Yeah. You're bloated. That's how I feel anyway. Um, but river beers are... River beers are great. Not, not just river beers, like you said. Float trip beers. Yeah. Um, so we got float trip beers... Lake, lake beers, which could totally different things. Lake boat beers. Oh, absolutely. If you've never wit- witnessed both. Um, number three, I got to say, it's got to be that perfect temperature in between 80, uh, I'd say 75 to 85 degrees, uh, you know, in the afternoon. So the sun's not fully out, it's going down, and you start to grill. Oh, yes. You crack that oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Grilling beers, like... You can't do it when it's unbearably when hot. When you put that charcoal on the grill and that beer cracks open, tongues in hand, best one of the better feelings. How of many? Summer. How many clicks? How many clicks? Three. I usually do two. Oh, so okay. The quick, quick little two. I do three. But it, but it's in increments. Like I'll do two, and then before I ever do anything else with the tongues, I'll probably give it a few more clicks. No, yeah. So that is a great one. Grilling beers in the summer, like you said, it can't be too hot. Like, it has to be on a day when it's, like, not going to get above, like, 85 in Missouri. So, really, unless you're, like, pissed drunk. I mean, really. But if, it's go- if the sun's going down. Yeah. Like, because it can't be middle of the day. Like, you can't, you're not going to be growing at lunch and enjoying that. You're going to be sweating your ass off. Yeah, no, Sun yeah. going down type of thing. Absolutely. That's a great one. Grilling beers are a great one. Um, Damn. Summer, summer beer, summer drinks. We said lake. We said flow trip. We said. I got grill. one, but I'm waiting for you to say. I mean, it's, it's I a, don't want to interrupt you. It's a golf course beer. So, but kind of in the same vein, like Travis said, like when you're golfing, when it's too hot, it can be fucking miserable. Yeah, it can't be too hot at all. But you're gonna be sweating your ass. Drinking off. in the summer and golfing in the summer, like I've golfed twice in the past week, and it's just different when the weather's nicer. Like you can go golfing in the in the fall. Golfing in the spring when it's when we went on the day of the draft podcast it was muddy and disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. It was be. It wasn't the same. Like su- summer drinking on a golf course in summer is way better. And it really doesn't get good until you get that buzz on. So I'd say like your fourth beer on the golf course. Is yeah, when right, it really starts to get right good. around the seventh or eighth hole. Yeah, I like that. Here's mine, and something I did the other day. Baseball, oh, baseball game beers. beers. Yep, yep. Like, there is nothing better unless it's 95 degrees and you're sitting in the sun. Like, that's just the thing. You're not going to have that much fun when you're sweating. But if it's a nice night, you got a be- you got a beer open, sitting there, watching a baseball game. feel sorry for you sorry bastards that have to watch indoor baseball because that can't be too much fun. Yeah, why do they have an indoor stadium in Tampa Bay? No idea. Blows my mind. Have no idea. Like, I know it gets <laughs> hot down there, but fuck. Them 
I think who else has a North Toronto? That makes sense. Toronto makes sense. Houston? No, they're outside. They have Minimate. Oh, the roof opens, doesn't it? I don't know for sure. They used no, they used to play in that one that like basically collapsed to the ground. What was it called? Enron? I have no idea. But there's I mean, the feeling of drinking a beer at a baseball game. Drinking a beer at a baseball game beats drinking a beer at any other sporting event. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just I feel like it has to do with also the nature and environment of it. Because, like, baseball, you're never really edge of your seat. Unless it's, like, playoff game, bottom of the ninth, yeah. you're in scoring position. Like, throughout the game, you can just chill, relax, have a beer. I usually go to baseball games more for the social aspect than oh, watching the entire baseball game. Is a, baseball is 1,000%. Social aspect. You don't go to a, you don't go to a hockey game because a hockey game you have to be watching every single fucking second, yeah. or you can miss a goal at any time. Basketball, you have to watching every single second. This is a perfect. I don't know how this works out so well, but this is a perfect intro to what I want to talk about next. Because we just finished our best five places to drink beer in the summer, so it's a perfect intro. And we're going to talk about the sport of baseball for a second. Slow, that's for sure. It's so slow. I I went to the Cardinal game. Cardinal well, time out. So yeah, because my my father was like. Why are we taking a game that's already slow and slowing it down more with fucking replay? Dude, it's so bad. At, at the game, I didn't really notice it because I was so drunk. But it was still that bad because I went to the Cardinal come game. You got to think, this was ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah. 0-2-0 zero zero in the top of the 10th. Uh, and I just got to thinking, I was texting my father who, as Jared knows, is not a biggest fan of baseball. He's kind of starting to get back into it a little bit more. Um but because of how boring it is, and we were talking, it's like, what can you do Can't. to make the sport? They tried. And I have, there's a few things, and I want to throw them your way. One, you make the bats bigger. Don't know. I mean, these, these are all very hypothetical, but, but think about it. How do you make a bigger bat but make it weigh the same, though? I don't know. Get stronger people. Uh, or, hey, instead of, instead of bat, bigger bats, how about aluminum bats? Aluminum bats? That'd yeah. be dangerous, though. I mean, they do it in college, so what's really the difference? I mean, these guys are professionals, but to make it more interesting, you can make bigger bats. I mean, You can make slightly bigger balls. Again, the weight the weight is the issue. Like, you can make these things bigger, but the weight is the issue. Okay. What was another thing that I thought of? Oh, this is a huge one of mine. It's going to change the game drastically, but it's also going to make for higher scoring games... More excitement, more entertainment, less fielders. I feel like you can barely fucking hit the ball anywhere without it being caught. That or, I know it's and it like sucks. These, or, like these are all just drunk thoughts, but realistically, getting rid of getting it. rid of the shift. But you can't you can't say hey you are not allowed to move like this like that was essentially being like here's this box you second baseman when the pitch is thrown you have to be standing in it. Could be that, but that's a little bit restrictive. I say you remove you remove a fielder from the field. However you want to do it, you you go for it. I think the only option there would be an outfielder, though. And that would make it so much better. Put put a guy in right center, put a guy in left center, and then center field's wide open. So anything that because right now any kind of fly ball at all that has a, a decent amount of air on it is likely being caught. Yeah. 
I think these are just things that can make the game more fun, get more base I mean, hits, more runs. Universal DH would help too. Like I don't know why they did it last year. I don't know. Fucking Adam Wainwright had it first and second and got the bases loaded the other night on a sack bunt. <laughs> True. So I mean, but Adam Wainwright is like a goaded. Some top pitchers th- can rake. He almost hit a home run he, too. He's a goaded top tier <laughs> pitcher who rakes. I mean, he's like he's always been a great hitter. And uh, somebody else, Carlos Martinez, hit a home run earlier. He fucking he, he swings a bag. Yeah, he's been eating. Yeah. So I mean, I w- Universal DH would be the next step, but I don't think that's going to make huge strides in the game. I mean, I think it only is more about scoring. It's more about pace of play, and the replay they've done has slowed it down. Uh, they they. they Trying to institute these rules of like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Pitcher clocks and like how long they can warm up and shit like that. Like no one gives a fuck about that. Yeah. I mean obviously if you're a diehard baseball fan you're not going to like. Because diehard baseball fans that are like super against rule changes are kind of just the worst type of people. Because it's like. Something's got to be done. It can't. It's going to be a dying. It's a dying sport already. It, a thousand percent. Is like, so I grew up playing baseball. Love the game. It's a. It's a. Yeah, fanta- I mean, it's a fantastic game. I, I love it. With like, it's the first thing I really truly fell in love with. To be honest with you, was baseball. And same. That's all we knew. We, our parents that like we never played football as kids until I got into high school. We didn't yeah. Play anything else? Jared played traveling baseball. I played traveling baseball. U Triple S A World Series. We loved baseball. But. I, and I told Travis this. He went to the game on Sunday night. That was the first game in my house that I in, this year that I sat down and watched. Like, from start to finish. And it was 0-0 the whole fucking time. Just because I liked the game, I, I was able to sit down and watch it. But that what does that tell you of me growing up as a person who loved who loves the game baseball? That is the first game that I've really took my time out to sit down and watch. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like... It's just not exciting to sit down and watch for three hours. Like, I honestly think that that game on Sunday night, a no-hitter or something where there's not a lot of runs and you're cheering for a team, would be more fun to watch at home than at the stadium. Eh, I could argue for and against that. It's kind of the same conundrum when you get to football. Because, like, I prefer watching football on my couch because you get the better views, you get the better angles. But there's something about, about being at that in that atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about this, though? Because I heard, I think it was on Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, one of the ones, that watching UFC at home is extremely better than watching it in person. I, well, I've never seen a UFC fight in person. so I, I honestly can't imagine it being too much fun. Besides the atmosphere. Besides the, but even then, though, like, you don't, like, you really can't see much. Well, I'll let you guys know. I'm not. I'm not going to the fight when I'm there, but I will be in Vegas the weekend of the McGregor Poirier fight, 
I bet, I bet you just being in Vegas that weekend is going to be amazing. Yeah, obviously. But I can't imagine like spending so much money on a fight. Going there, sitting up high, and really not even being able to see the punches. Like, I mean, yeah. the UFC set, set themselves up in such a great spot because they were the first sport to come back in the pandemic. They were the only people that were putting on sporting events. I think Joe Rogan – I mean, not Joe Rogan. I think Dana White gained a litany of new fans that he never had before. Yeah. By doing that. And now they're going to pay for every single – because they're invested now. All you have to do is get people invested in the fighters and you got them, you got them roped in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't go to a sporting event for the better angles, the better views, the better – the better. Like I go to baseball games for the atmosphere and drink beer. But at the same time, like I would like to see some sort of entertainment. Okay. So the same thing. Do you go to Mizzou football games for, 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 for the for the value, for like the entertainment value in the field? No, you go there because the atmosphere is amazing. You get to go because you, you sing the fight song. You sing all this shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it's so tough. There's so many different variables when you're thinking about a sporting event. The one, But the, at the same time, I would like it to be entertaining. And that's just one thing that I feel like baseball doesn't have to offer over the other sports. Time out. The one, for, for me, I, there's one sporting event where it's better 100 times out of 100 being at in person rather than watching TV. That's fucking hockey. Yeah, hockey is so much fun. Well, because you have to, like you said, you have to pay attention the entire time. And it's, I think it's easier to see in person. I have trouble watching the puck on live TV. It gets a little tough, especially. I know it's kind of the same, but it's easier to read players' body languages and where the puck might be when you're watching on TV and the puck comes to the boards closest to you. Yeah, you, have no you really have no idea where it's at. Yeah, none at all. Because no. You, the camera angle's kind of zoomed in, so, so you can't see where everyone else is moving. Hockey's great to be... And another thing that I thought was whenever the XFL was around, I had much more fun and at an XFL game while I was there than watching on TV. Yeah. I mean, and that also goes to the fact that we probably haven't been... To, well, I went to a Chiefs game the year before, but like we haven't been to an NFL game of a team that we really like in years... But I can imagine NFL being right up there. Hey, we went to a Dolphins game a few years ago. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun but all, it was, all, all, ending all of, was horrible. All of the fourth quarter. <laughs> Dolphins were up 17 nothing in Cincinnati, and we lost in the fucking fourth quarter. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just sports. I'm glad they're all the way back. I'm glad we're getting to 100, 100% capacity in most of these, most of these events. Um, do you have any, like, top fives you want to go over? Top fives. Just, just, just like, lists. Like, we... This is like a bullshit podcast for you guys. Because, full disclosure, we're not coming out with one next week. Yes, we are not. We will both be recovering from our out-of-town. Well, I'll be still be out-of-town next you week. You will be. I will be recovering from out-of-town shenanigans. So, we will be out. Um, man, that's tough. I don't know. Let's take a drink break. We'll be right back. Alright, so we're back. From our little drink break, I, we ran and got some more seltzers. I'm actually drinking the Bud Light, one of the Bud Light out-of-office seltzers. I'm drinking the Bud Light Cranberry Cranberry, super underrated seltzer flavor. Uh, Bud Light out-of-office seltzer, cr- uh, classic lime margarita. The, the margarita ones, like, I just... They're grown on me. Of tequila. I but we are sticking with the classic AB theme. Shout out St. Louis. Uh, real quick before we move on to a few bit of, uh, of sports topics that are going on. I did. I was asking Travis this, so I'm leaving for vacation on Saturday. Recording on, we were recording this on Tuesday night, and I'm gonna be gone all week next week. When is it acceptable for you to like check out of your job before, leading up to vacation? I know it happens, to everybody. Everyone checks out of their job. 
leading up to vacation. Like, but when is an acceptable time to be like, you know what? I'm just going to coast the rest of the week. I would say if you if you're pushing it, I would say you get two work days of checking out. Okay, so Thursday. But, so Thursday, I, I can check. But Thursday, out. you can check out. But I would say, I would In, say a day and a half. I would say afternoon of the day before your last day. So like a third, like Thursday, you eat lunch. Then afterwards, you're like, fuck it. I, I, I'm going to coast through the rest of the day, and tomorrow I'm just going to get two shits because it's my last day. So that's, dude, like yesterday afternoon. Obviously, you still do your stuff, but like with much less urgency. Yeah, yeah. And like the, I kind of got that way yesterday. It also doesn't help that I've been planning this vacation for like over almost two years now. So like I'm ready for it. But anyway, I just had, had to ask that question. So some shit's happened in the sports world, though. We're going to talk about two instances. The first one, let's talk about it real quick. Um, Trey Young. And playing in the Garden, playing against the New York Knicks in the playoffs, and they're all chanting "Fuck Trey Young, Fuck Trey Young," and he just hits that little floater to win the game. So I didn't, I didn't see it because I was uh, hungover slash asleep. Because that, or no, that was Sunday evening. Yeah, I was at the Cardinal game. Yeah. Um. So I didn't see it, but I had bet on the Knicks to win because I think that it was a pick 'em. Obviously, that didn't happen. <clears throat> Not the biggest Trey Young fan, I will say. He uh, he joins LeBron James, Chris Paul, and Derrick Rose as the only players that have done a 30-10 in their playoff debut. I'm not the biggest Trey Young fan. I respect what he can do, but I will say if the crowd is going to be doing that and you hit a game winner, all, all the power to you to do whatever you want. And he's, he's, he was like, put his like... Finger up to his up to his lips and said, "It's fucking quiet in here. It's fucking quiet in here." I'm like, "Dude, that's that's a stone cold killer, right all there." All I'm saying, like, not a Trey Young fan at all. Honestly, would root against him if I could. Obviously, I'm kind of pulling for the Knicks in that series, which is weird. But if the crowd's doing that and you hit that, you you, you have to do it. Oh yeah, no no hate at all. Yeah, like whatever you do, it's just like damn. Don't let it happen if you don't want it to happen. <laughs> exactly. Don't speak into uh, – that's kind of my thought process on is like – you know, if you don't want it to happen, then stop it. Exactly. Stop it from happening. And the fact that the fans were chanting and egging him on, like I think he, he fed into that. And Absolutely. And made it even better. Oh, how about fucking our boy Jordan Clarkson winning sixth man of the year? Did he? Yeah. Oh, Jordan Clarkson. I hated that guy in college. We, uh, so for those who don't know, or who didn't go to Mizzou with us, Jordan Clarkson is Mizzou alumni. He was at Mizzou when we were there. And I, he's gotten he's, so much better at basketball since he's been. Good, because he sucked ass. <laughs> I honestly, it is a, it is a, I have no idea. It is a mystery to me how he, of all people that came out of Mizzou, made like it to Phil, the NBA. Like Phil Pressey never made it. Marcus Denman, Ricardo Ratliff, Kim English never really made it. Made it. Um, hey, head head coach at, at at George Mason. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Jonte Porter. Even though he is technically he's very young and he's coming up in the NBA, like I figured he'd be a bigger star. Fucking Cassius Robinson. Like all these people that should have made it. Jordan Clarkson was not good at this. I'm just gonna come out and say he was not not very good. I feel like he choked every game away in clutch time. He either fucking threw a layup off the backboard, <laughs> missed a free throw, did everything wrong in his power that he could to lose games. To be fair, he was playing underneath Kim Anderson. So to 
That is fair. But <laughs> still, like, I'll root for most Mizzou players, and there's just something deep down in me that just hates Jordan Clarkson, and I cannot root for him. I, I, I will, though, because, <laughs> because he, he's a Mizzou guy. It was pretty cool how they announced it to him. They did it on uh, Ernie and you know, all the guys from, from the NBA Tonight Show. They were doing a live interview with him and him and Joe Ingles, and Joe Ingles was up for the award too, and both on the Jazz. If you guys did not know, yeah, 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 they're both on the Jazz. And Ernie asked asked Jordan, he goes, "Well, how many? Do you know how many people from the Jazz have ever won the Sixth Man of the Year award?" And he goes, zero, because no one ever has won it from the Jazz." And Joe Ingles is sitting next to him, he goes, "Well, actually, one." And he points at him. He goes, "You homie!" And Jordan Clarkson, "No fucking way!" They they bring the trophy into the into the camera view and give it to him. That's kind of cool. It was it was cool, but uh, I'm I'm happy for Julius Randle winning Most Improved Player. Mm-hmm. That dude is a stud. He has kind of, I mean, wish was still on the Lakers. Somebody that could not do it, Chris Stapps, but he took. I mean, Julius Randle's carrying the Knicks on his back. I mean, the Knicks were not were not supposed to make the playoffs. Anymore. No, so he's doing a damn good job, and the fact that they can make. Second round of playoffs. I know they lost game one, but they could make it. Uh, it would be pretty impressive. So, most improved player. Congrats to him. When does MVP come out? Uh, do they really do all these other awards and not put MVP out to the end of the year? That would make not a lot of sense. It wouldn't. But if they were, if they would have crowned an MVP, we have already heard it by now. They've announced the finalists for the MVP award. See, it's kind of stupid. And I bet they're almost all in the playoffs. Uh, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. That's it? It's going to be Steph Curry. No, it's going to be Jokic. Got to be. 100%. Rookie of the Year's LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese. It's it's Anthony Edwards. I don't know. A lot of people have LaMelo Ball, but looking at Anthony Edwards' numbers, like I bet on a lot of basketball, and he was a, he's a killer. Yeah, he's fucking stone cold killer. <clears throat> Defensive player, there's Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, or Ben Simmons. It's going to be Rudy probably just because he's on the Jazz. Uh, most improved player we are. Oh, dude, MBJ. Michael Porter was on there. Man, he was a killer this year too. That'd be that nice sucks. to have him and Jordan Clarkson win Sixth Man of the Year. That sucks. But Michael, ooh, he stole from D Rose. I will give hats off to Michael Porter. Um, he's had a hell of a year. Yeah, like hell of a year. <clears throat> Basketball players. Let's talk about this for a second before we move on to our next topic. Quinch, Everyone, Qu- hey, speaking of former Mizzou guys, real quick, Quinn Schneider's up for Coach of the Year. Yeah, because he's taking the Jazz from nowhere with all the coke he's been doing. Quinn Schneider used to coach at Mizzou as well, so big a lot of Mizzou players in that was kind of crazy. Yeah, um, basketball. Everyone was shitting on Blake Griffin for going to the Nets, but if if you haven't seen what he's done, whether or not he's scoring, doing a lot. Like, his plus-minus on the floor is plus, if not the best on the game, best on the team every game, which is crazy. So well, yeah, he's thriving there. Well, yeah, because James Harden and fucking Kevin Durant are bums. But he's been starting a lot, which is awesome for him. Yeah, good for so him. So if, if they win, I feel like he didn't just go there just to get a ring. I feel like he's done his fair share of earning it just in the short time he's been there. Well, I mean, it's not like they were like... Amazing before they got Blake Griffin. Like, they were just, I mean, I don't know. I fucking hate James Harden. I fucking hate Kevin Durant. I hate Kevin Durant. Every, every being that's in my soul. I and hate I Kevin really Durant. don't like Kyrie. Yeah, him, fuck him too. I forgot about like, him. There's, there's a couple people on that team that I would like to see win a ring, but that's it. DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. And I wouldn't mind seeing Joe Harris win one. Yeah. He was on fire tonight too. So, but that's cool. 
Um, that's our NBA talk. Some small stuff. You had fuck. What was it? What oh, so oh, today on on Julio und- Jones. undisputed, uh, Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones up. Didn't tell him, which is, goes against every journalism. Was ethic. it Monday or was it today? I don't know. I, it was, I think it was Monday. It was this week. Goes against every journalism ethic code that's out there. Called Julio Jones while he was on the air. Didn't and when Julio answered the phone, didn't tell him he was on the air. That's awesome. And asked Julio. Now probably not very cool. No, and asked Julio like, you know, hey, what, what's the deal? You know, are you in Atlanta? And he goes, man, I'm I'm out of there. And then and then and then Shannon asked him. Do you want to go to Dallas? Because obviously, fucking what's his name? Skip Bale's sitting on set, and he's a he's a Dallas Cowboys stan. And he's like, ah, uh, you know, I think they got I think they got enough talent there, which they fucking absolutely do with Gallup and C.D. Lamb and Mari Cooper. Yeah, they yeah. Need him there. And he was so I was reading these stories, and apparently it's the Patriots and the Niners is what I saw because Kyle Shanahan. I also saw, where's that? It's right here. Um, Titans are on his radar, too. Really? Yeah. But he couldn't have number 11 if he went to the Titans. Because A.J. Brown's there? I think A.J. Brown's 11. So, A.J., so when they, so it's funny you said that when they, when, they did, when they did their jersey swap this year, A.J. Brown, if you zoom in on it, you can find it. They did their jersey swap. A.J. Brown signed it and said, please come here. Dash AJ Brown, so I think I think so he, he would, would give him number. Yeah, he yeah. Would give up eleven. Obviously, that's not. I'm not gonna say he's not going to Tennessee because that. But it's interesting thing about um, the whole Kyle Shanahan thing. I I don't see Julio wanting they're, to go. They're kind of in a rebuilding phase. That's what, I don't see Julio wanting to go there at age 32 uh, with a rookie quarterback who I think is Dog more, shit. the wor- the, wor- the worst one that got drafted in the first round. Yeah, agreed. So I don't worse, see worse, there. worse than Mac Jones. Absolutely, I mean Mac Jones won that championship, uh, but he could want to go to New England because of Mac Jones, Bill Belichick. I could see that happening. That would be horrible. It's not going to make him that great. I think I think New England's going to be extremely highly overrated going. But into how long has it been? Well, I mean, like New England always has that like that guy. They have like one wide receiver, and that's what Atlanta's had since he's been there. And, they, and then Calvin Ridley came, and he kind of quit scoring and quit being that guy. If he goes to New England, he will be that guy. Can't help because Cam Newton can't throw the ball fucking further than eight, eight yards on the field. I don't think Cam Newton's going to be the quarterback come week six anyway. Good, because the, they're going to be fucking one and four come that time anyway. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But... I'm, I'm going to call out and say right now, New England's going to be extremely overrated going into the into the new season. Aaron's big. Last year was a fluke. Blah blah blah. Bill Belichick will figure it out in year two with Cam Newton. I just don't see it happening. I think you have to have your quarterback. You don't see a lot of teams switch quarterbacks in the middle of the year and then end up going on to do, do crazy shit. Yeah, no. So like, if they're gonna start with Cam Newton week one, it's gonna be you're gonna fuck up from from week one. You know what I'm saying? Probably. I mean, yeah, they're getting they're getting Gilmore back. They're getting some defense. They, they got Van Noy back. Which is our fuck up, but but the Dolphins also took uh, one McCourty, of the, yeah, one of the McCourty, brothers and they just hosted him. a fucking they they hosted a, a Melvin Ingram today for a tryout. So that's a big one from the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, so that's a big one. Um, at the end of the day, it's so hard to guess where these guys go somewhere because they're such divas nowadays. To where it's like they're just gonna they're gonna threaten you. 
of not playing as hard or not playing at all if they don't get traded. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's just the way sports have become all around. I feel like it's not just in football either. Basketball is the same way. Football, basketball might be one of the worst ones. Basketball, we'll just go out and say it, basketball players. If, if, if you're to put, take all of the four major sports team uh, players, like a ba- baseball player, basketball player, hockey player, and a football player, put them in a ring, like I think basketball is going to finish the last ten times out of ten. Yeah, probably. It's going to go, well, ho- hockey's going to whoop, whoop everyone's ass. It, it's going to go basketball, baseball, football, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It depends what football player. Depends what you're taking from each one. That's true. I mean, you have some badass hockey, but hockey you players. You have some just, badass football players too, though. Yeah, but the hockey players play on like bro- broken legs and shit. They skate. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking a defenseman. From a hockey team, that's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really tough. But, yeah, we want to touch on the Julio Jones thing. At the end of the day, it's hard to say if he really goes anywhere. Because that's all spent. It's just like what Aaron Rodgers has done. He has to be traded. Aaron Rodgers is going nowhere, first of all. I read a bunch of crazy shit. I sent Travis, a, oh, first my father-in-law sent me this article, of this crazy-ass trade between the Packers and the Broncos. Where the Packers send Aaron Rodgers in like a 2022 second-round pick. But they got a fucking haul in return. They got like the Broncos first rounder next year, the first rounder year after that, Drew Locke, uh, Dalton Reisner, like a couple of, it was stupid. Yeah, it was, I don't think <clears throat> I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. He's got a couple years left. So that's the end of the deal there. I don't think Like do you really think he's actually unhappy though? I don't know. Cause everyone because I remember when everyone was saying he's unhappy and then he's like you know, getting it on with Matt LaFleur on the sidelines, like, joking around and everything. And they were like, oh, remember when you said he was unhappy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, how much they didn't like each other. And, like, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think it's just a big old, it's just a big act of, like, him trying to get what he wants. Yeah, I can I see mean, that. You're you're going to want to play into that somewhat to get what you think is going to be a good team. So I just so I, I googled sports news and I found this one. Travis, why don't you read this headline? Cleveland Indians pitcher Zach Plesac injuring himself, taking off his shirt. Joins list of most bizarre recent sports injuries. So he got hurt taking off his shirt, fractured his right thumb. <laughs> uh, I I don't even know how that happens. <laughs> he now joins the bizarre club. Of athletes who were injured in extremely non-traditional ways. Remember this happened to Larry Tunsil. Remember he fell out of the shower? Yeah, a he couple slipped out of the shower. And on the day throat. of the game. Unbelievable. Wait, what is it? Scroll back up. It said, rather aggressively ripped off his shirt, broke his thumb. <laughs> Break, like what like, an idiot. Like what Travis just read was a, was a direct quote. Rather aggressively ripping off his shirt. He now joins a bizarre club. Athletes who were injured in extremely non-traditional ways. So... Let's let's read some. These are kind of interesting. Bill Gramatica. Everyone, everyone remembers, remembers Billy, Billy Gramatica. Yeah, kicker. While playing for the Cardinals, he one. He had a routine field goal to put us up three nothing in the first quarter. He jumped up in celebration, landed awkwardly, tore his ACL in the first quarter of that game. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of people do that. Michael Chandler when he beat Dan Hooker, we did that backflip off the cage. A lot of people thought he fucked his leg up bad. Yeah, like. You're just going to hurt yourself celebrating. That's what happens. Chris Hansen, punter for the Jaguars, looking to fire up his team. He brought an axe and an oak stump in the locker room to remind the squad to keep chopping wood. 
Jaguars punter Chris Hansen accidentally gashed himself while wielding the axe and missed the remainder of the 2003 season. Oh my! Could you like just cutting your leg open? Done for the year. Come on, guys, keep chopping wood, and then you just cut your leg open. Next one's a good one. I'll, I'll let Travis read this one. Sammy Sosa uh, in 2004 hit 35 home runs. But he strained his back from sneezing too hard. And missed the remainder of the season. Sneezing. He sneezed too hard. I can't imagine that. I, I sneeze and I'll like feel weird, but I can't imagine straining my back. Jesus. Uh, Clinton Barmas was hitting 329 in 2005 for the Rockies. He fell and broke his collarbone while carrying a package of deer meat given to him by teammate Todd Helton. He missed three months and finished season batting two eighty nine. Carrying a package of deer meat. <laughs> like, was he carrying the whole carcass? Because how do you fall and break your collarbone? Like, that's got to be out of context. Like, probably was just carrying, like, a normal package and then, like, slipped on something in Colorado. And just, oh, yeah. I'm sure. But, like, they, they church it up. We're not going to read this guy. He's tennis. Brandon Inge was... Adjusting a pillow behind his three-year-old son's head when he pulled an oblique muscle and landed on the 15-day DL. How, what was he doing? How he? He must have tweaked it before that day, and then just like that was like the ultimate move. Like you know, when you move your back the wrong way, you're just fucked. But that's the excuse he gave. So yeah, I was fixing my kid's pillow in bed. So do we notice a trend here? A lot of these are baseball players. Lots of them are. Because the next one is Kendris Morales. I remember this. He had a walk-off grand slam. When he reached home play, he like he like ran and like jumped up and landed in the middle of his teammates and broke his leg by jumping up. In 2010, missed the rest of the season. Here's one. Surprisingly, he's a hockey player. Dustin Penner. Um, he suffered back spasms while eating... What the fuck? Dinner? The pancakes. Pan pancakes. No, he definitely he definitely fucking did it while while you were out. Like you know. Yeah, he. I mean, he was doing something naughty. Eating pan like those are one of the softest foods you can think of. He suffered back spasms. But he only, he only missed one game. Missed one game. Oh, here's an Antonio he, Brown alert. He, he 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 tweaked his fucking neck eating some pussy. That's what he did. <laughs> He is down there for too long. Yeah. That, that, so, for those of you who don't know, that is a Kirby Enthusiasm Larry David thing. He got caught up. His wife's like, why don't you ever run? He's like, eh, curse my neck. Curse my neck. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him. Antonio Brown, we all know this. He used the improper foot protection in a, at a oh, French... cryotherapy. Yeah. Got frostbite. And it was funny because he was on... The Madden cover the year before, and they were sponsored by like the gaming company Frostbite. So it was on the cover, and he got Frostbite. It's like very ironic. And I remember that being like, because that was the year they did Hard Knocks in Oakland too. Now Vegas, but whenever he quit and everything. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, nice guy. (laughs) That was the craziest injuries, but kind of a, a little hodgepodge episode. Very hodgepodge. Tried the Natty Light Seltzers. We just wanted to put something together before you guys get it out there because we are going to be gone next week again. No episode next week. We'll be back the week of 
June the 7th. Talking about UFC, was it 263 now? That'll be a good card. Yeah, that's the... Adesanya, that's the, Vittori. Vittori. Um, there's another title fight, and there's also Nate Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Yep, so it's going to be a good one. We'll talk about that. We'll try to talk about some other stuff. Like, these ones are fun, obviously. It gets you, gets you different. gets you, like, listening to us rather than just, like, our old boring sports takes, which can maybe get old every once in a while. So You definitely want to mix it up, throw some lifestyle and shit in there, so... Y'all take it easy. Have a good kickoff to the summer. Have a very safe Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, don't drink and drive. You don't drink. Yeah, do not drink and drive. Um, but again, shout out Natty Light for sending us. Don't drink and drive, but shout out Natty Light. Don't drink and bone. <laughs> so oh, fucking knocked up. <laughs> oh oh man, so don't drink and drive, but also don't drink and bone. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 